Hey guys, so today you and I are going to talk about lead engineers and tech strategies. So let's get into it. So the question in question was, Frederick, as a lead software engineer, how do you devise your technical strategy to understand and implement a feature? I use my experience to set up a list of of to-dos or action points that I need to take in order to assess what is necessary. That sounded very fluffy, so I'll try to break it down into something more concrete. So this is one of those cases where the juniors, you can sort of just listen in, but you won't probably get much like I well you I hope you will get something from it but uh, this is one of those boring ones when I say that experience is the answer it's the real answer how do you know how to devise a technical strategy experience you have worked so long that and this is something that a junior developer cannot do and this is the difference that I tell people this is the difference between a junior and a senior or a mid-level and a senior a person or anybody like a junior and a mid-level etc etc you have to do some living in order to know what's gonna work and what's not gonna work you're gonna have to have some failures in your career and I have had plenty of those and that translates into experience so when I devise a technical strategy I have a few touch points that I always do in order to figure out what's gonna work and what's not gonna work the first and primary thing that has to happen before I know what I'm going to do is that I need to have an understanding of my ecosystem. I need to do some listening first and foremost. And when I do listening, I don't mean that I sit and just listen to people randomly talk. I have directed questions that I use as triggers, as I like to call them. I have my tr my trigger questions that in a similar way it's it's sort of how police officers or you know people who do investigations they have certain techniques and uh, questions there's usually it usually is questions to get people to talk and that's what i want i want to hear the thoughts of my stakeholders and I can't spend all, you know, I can't learn everything about their private lives or anything like that. That's not what I'm looking for. What I'm trying to get a hold of is who are they? What do they value? And what is the long-term vision and short-term vision of the project? Long-term and short-term, both are very necessary so that I know what I need to make and what needs to happen right now very quickly and I know what's gonna have to have what they want long term because both of those perspectives are very necessary for me to formulate a good strategy for how to implement features set up a good work process etc etc and then the value system comes in in figuring out okay what are do they care about do they care about quality do they care about delivery speed do they care about developer happiness do they care about tooling do they care or this is a fun one with a lot of team leads or tech leads don't really think about do they care about the prestige within the company do they want a software team that is innovative and has like a really nice internal company brand etc etc i want to figure out what they want in a similar way how to how a salesperson or a marketing person or something like that wants to understand the customer i want to understand my stakeholder because that is my customer
my real customer. And when I have done so, I take a look at uh, the code, and I do what I call the code in uh, the code inventory. Well, it's not just code; it's the technical in inventory. It's the same thing as if you were imagine if I told you you're going to be in charge of this gigantic warehouse of a bunch of stuff, and you are responsible for making sure that you're of deliveries and like storage and like all that stuff. Well, the first person anybody who's ever worked in logistics is going to uh, do the first thing, literally, is to go and check the ledgers and then make sure that those ledgers are correct. Do inventory. Go through the entire damn stock and just check how much of everything do I have? Where is everything? So I know because it's my responsibility to know where everything is so that I can get out the right boxes when the trucks are coming or you know etc etc. Coding is exactly the same thing. If you are the lead engineer you are going to be the main touch point between every single person in the entire company and the code base and the team if you have a team and so forth. It is your responsibility, your primary responsibility to be able to answer questions related to your system. That is the number one thing that you are responsible for doing and that's why I tell people that you don't really have to be a master programmer to be an engineering lead or like a lead software engineer in a team or a tech lead or whatever you want to call it. It really comes down to having domain knowledge. That's all it really is for the most part, being able to answer questions. So that's my second uh, and primary uh, second thing to do. Go through all the code, check okay what is the stack, uh, what tech are we like, uh, what packages are we using, what libraries are we using, what practices are being applied, are we doing, you know how are things structured, what's the general health like you know, sensation I get from the code base, where are most of the issues, what are the features, what third-party systems are we using, what hosting solutions etc. So I just go through the entire ecosystem. I like to call it that I start looking for my fence because I have this analogy that I use when I lead a team where I say that uh, my team or like uh, and all the stuff that I need in order to deliver software for the company is my herd of sheep and my job is to create a fence around all of that all of those sheep my and the reason why I want to create a fence is because the fence just represents a good work process and that is a, a different video but basically I know that as a sheep herder as anybody who's doing that sort of stuff will be able to tell you that as long as the sheep and like all the stuff that is related to the software development process is within the pen it's a little pen with just a very rickety fence around it. As long as everything is happening within there, I know that I'm going to get out my software or my wool, if that's the way I like to call it. And that's why I don't really focus as much on micromanaging or I don't have to like care so much about each individual shape or so forth. I just need to make sure that they're all inside the pen. Because as long as they're all inside the pen, I have an a control I can control the output and that is the thing that is why, why the code like the like everything from you know if we have dependent teams like people we depend on in order to do our work etc so this ties into so many things to get that holistic understanding of this is my sphere of influence if that makes sense this is the stuff that matters in order to uh, for us to deliver on the end goals that I've already figured out by talking to my stakeholders and then when I've done the code interview or like the technical uh, in inventory, sorry, uh, the technical inventory, uh, I 
start by creating a technical roadmap. I start, it's basically a gigantic to-do list. I just write down, okay, in order to achieve these goals, I'm gonna need A, B, C, D, I'm gonna have to check this, 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 and then I just continue, just write every single thing down in a gigantic list. And then when I have that gigantic list, I sort it based on usually how, uh, what is like short term, the stuff that needs to happen like immediately because it's really dangerous. So it's very important that we start working on that immediately. And then I also make sure that I take a look at what is it that my stakeholders care about right now, right here, uh, right here, right now. And then when I've sorted it based on relevancy and general understanding of what's important at this moment, I present it to my stakeholders and I say, I'm thinking we're going to do this, 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 and I motivate, like, why are we going to do this? We're going to do this, we're going to do A, B, and C, because A, B, and C are very important, it's going to make this happen, etc., etc. And I just kind of walk through the short-term stuff to start off with, and then I take a section where I talk about like the long-term long strategies and sort of, this is what I believe that the vision is. And when I have a general agreement from my stakeholders that they say that, yeah, this seems to be sort of relevant, I start implementation. I start converting stuff into story cards and so forth and create a backlog of stuff. And then the process of software development starts. starts. And this can be done when you set up an entire team or it can be done when it's the basically the same process. Uh, when you just create a specific feature or if you're going to do a long-term project or something like that. So what I want you to take away from this is that the way that I devise my strategy uh, is boringly enough uh, experience. Uh, usually I have a few key things that I always do. Number one is I listen first and foremost to all my stakeholders because I need to figure out what the values of my stakeholders are, what they care about, what is the long-term vision short and the short-term vision, risks, etc, etc, things that they care about, what, get their thoughts on how things are and what they would like. That's it. Get to know your customer if that makes sense. Second thing is do inventory. Go through your code, what is the state of the code, go make sure that you know where all the third-party systems are, how the work processes are working, what people are working in the teams, etc. etc. You need to have a good understanding of your environment, basically. That is what it comes down to. And that is your primary responsibility as the lead engineer. Third, go and make yourself a to-do list and just list out all the things that you, all the steps that needs to happen. Checklists, I love checklists. They are the most powerful tool humans have ever came, come up with. And just go through until you don't really can, you can't really think of anything else. Then sort that list based on relevancy, based on, you know, the situation, what is most going to make the most difference. Present it to your stakeholders and so that they sort of know what you're thinking that you're going to do and then get their feedback on it and then when you feel like, yeah, people seem to be uh, sort of agreeing with this, go into implementation mode. This works really well and yeah, I, that's pretty much my process at the very least. Have a great day.